Welcome to the Intentional Woman Podcast, where faith meets consistency. I'm your host, Nicole Hubb, just an everyday woman seeking to know and see God in every season of my life. And I want to take you on this journey with me. The intentional woman is one who loves God, loves herself, and serves in purpose. Thanks for tuning in. I pray you leave our time together affirmed in God's love and full of faith to live intentionally. Let's get into it. Hey fam, welcome back to the Intentional Woman Podcast. I am your host, Nicole Hub, and I'm so glad to be back with you. How y'all doing? How are y'all doing? Well, I hope amazing, blessed, um, enjoying the new year, being intentional, being focused on the things of God and allowing him to order your steps. I pray that is your testimony. I'm so honored and grateful uh, to be back behind the podcast mic. It has been too long, uh, but, you know, good things have been happening. I've been growing. I have been getting ideas about how to just create a better space for us together here in the podcast world and you know being a mom being a wife first lady trying to you know work on my coaching business lots of things going on but all good things so I'm just grateful to be back and I'm excited when I was starting the um, podcast and listening to the intro I'm like oh my goodness I haven't heard that in so long Uh, so it's it's really it's really surreal just to think about the fact that I've I have a podcast, you know, so so it's it's cool. It's actually really really cool. So welcome back, y'all. I'm not gonna keep you for a long time, but we're here for a short time, but for a good time. I have uh, something that I've been thinking about that I just want to share with you all to kind of focus you as we go into the next month. I think next week we're gonna be in February, and I know that. January is a time where a lot of us have set goals about, you know, being consistent and being intentional in different areas of our life. So I just want to just offer a brief reminder and uh, about, uh, you know, our ability as women, particularly as intentional women, about our ability and where our strength lies and where it comes from, just so that we don't set ourselves up for trying to do the most uh, and realizing that we can't and then and so coming to disappointment, discouragement, and ultimately probably quitting altogether because nothing is worse than quitting. When you quit, there's no other option. So we want to stay in a place of endurance, stay in a place of, you know, running our race to the best of our ability. So I just want to offer some encouragement for that. But before we get into uh, today's topic, I just want to let you know what I've been up to. So for the last, let's see. Four months or so. I think the last episode that I recorded was back in August. And I was ready. I was ready to come back. Season three coming strong. But (laughs) y'all, you know, I had a baby last year. My daughter um, in April. Um, Liliana is now eight months, about to be nine months next week. And it was hard recording with her. It was really, really hard recording with her. Because at the time, she wasn't napping very well. She was taking cat naps (laughs) that would last, you know, 15, 30 minutes. And then she was up. So it was not a good time (laughs) at all. So one of the last episodes that I recorded, I didn't start recording it until about 1030 at night. And I didn't finish editing, uploading all that until two o'clock in the morning. So that just was not a sustainable model (laughs) at all. So I had to kind of go back and 
reevaluate my capacity to do <laughs> what I was trying to do. And I just realized that, you know what, I can't sustain, you know, staying up until two o'clock in the morning when she's going to be up probably at midnight and then again at three. So I had to do some reevaluation, but we are back. I'm here and I'm excited now to have a better schedule <laughs> and hoping that I'm able to stick with our weekly uploads, our weekly new episodes that will drop on Thursdays. Um, we'll look to see if I need to adjust that day a week, but I'm hoping that we can stick with it. I'm hoping that we can stick with it. So yeah, we are in year three of homeschool with King and it's going really well. He is learning well. I feel confident in the flow that we have and the structure that we have developed. I'm not really looking to add any more to our curriculum right now. And he also is in a co-op that is one day a week with um, an organization that has a co-op for exclusively homeschool kids. And it's been amazing. I think he really enjoys it, but I feel like I enjoy it more <laughs> more than him because I just get to be around other moms who have chose to make the same decision that I've made and it's just been super reaffirming about the decision that my household has made in order to homeschool our kids and just to see other moms who have been doing it like these vets like OG moms who have been doing the thing so I have really enjoyed that new community that I have found my myself a part of when I sought out to do this specifically for King to give him a break from me as teacher uh, I found something in it as well so you know God is faithful and I'm really enjoying we're going back uh, this week and I'm actually going to bring Lou along because they have a preschool a pre-k group Group as well so he went one day with us last semester and he had a ball y'all so <laughs> he'll be going this semester as well and um and Liddy Bell will be chilling with uh with the sit with mom v so it's gonna be a little switch up but I'm I'm excited about it and uh looking forward to what they're gonna learn what I'm gonna learn and just being a part of that with them I'm really enjoying just being able to be home and just to see them and all their little idiosyncrasies and how they are growing and developing and how they learn and just like really learning each of their learning styles so that I can suit um, better suit them and tailor, you know, our world learning to their to their needs. And it's it's good. It's been really good. Uh, also, I don't know if y'all know this. I don't know if I, if I talked about this, but uh, my husband is a full-time pastor. Like he does, he is a campus pastor for an organization in, in Virginia. And the Lord had put on, has put on his heart to plant a church there. So over the last six months or so, I've really been focused and dedicated to working with him in order to growing the ministry there. And I tell you, we are servants to some of the most amazing people on this side of heaven. I am really enjoying doing the work that the Lord has called us all to as the church with some amazing people who love God and who love people. And it has been life-changing. It's been eye-opening. It has been life-affirming. It has been life-giving uh, to me, especially in this season. So um, definitely been really kind of head in on that and excited about what is to come. I hosted my first live event last year in December called Daddy's Girls, and it was amazing, y'all. It was amazing. We really um, spent some time. I brought some of my girlfriends, and we talked about um, how you know, our earthly fathers affect our ability to really trust God. And it was a panel, kind of panel discussion, where each of them shared 
their own experience with their earthly father, whether their father was present, you know, absent from the home, had passed away, or if they were, you know, in situations where they didn't live with their father, you know, and it was it was really good for us to just share. And I believe for those those women who came just to know that, you know what, you're not alone. Your story is not is not um is not one that is not that somebody else has not experienced as well and that you know God sees us that he knows us and that he loves us so much and he just wants us to trust him with everything and when we trust him even with our our past hurt the rejection the sadness the sorrow you know that comes along with you know our earthly fathers or our parents you know that he can handle that too so it was a beautiful time and I'm looking forward to hosting some more live events this year in a couple different ways so y'all make sure that you stay Stay connected and and stay updated on what's going on. All right. Yes, I think that that's about it with me. And also right now I'm looking to start my, um, get back into my health coaching, working with moms and really just helping them to prioritize their own health and wellness. And y'all, I am working on a newsletter, a weekly newsletter that's going to come directly to your email inbox every week. I'm really excited about it. It's still in this formation stages, but uh, y'all make sure that you stay tuned to when that is going to go live because I'm excited about it. I'm excited just to create another space to bring you all tools and resources and of course, encouragement on how to stay consistent in your pursuit of Jesus. So we in this thing, y'all, Intentional Woman. Uh, is doing some big things and I'm excited because you are here with me. I want to share this thought with you all as I kind of mentioned earlier about it being, you know, January coming to an end, a new month is starting in the year 2023 and thinking about the things that you had set out to do last year, December coming into the new year. And I want to give you some space to really think about the goals that you set, the priorities that you decided to focus on and really think about, you know, was it too much where you are now on the third week of January going into the last week of January? Did you maybe over schedule yourself or overcommit yourself? based on your capacity. And if you did, it's okay. I'm here to say it's okay. And here also just to validate that it's all right to be ambitious. We all do it for good reason, because we want to better ourselves before we, because we want to reach goals. So it's all good. However, if you found yourself in that position where you're like, okay, maybe, maybe I've overcommit myself. Maybe I didn't spread this out enough. Maybe I didn't count all the costs before I wrote down this list or created this vision board for how I wanted 2023 to go. It's all good. I want to leave you with this thought that is one thing that intentional women cannot do. It's one thing that intentional woman cannot do. And that one thing is everything. We cannot do everything. I want us to read a familiar passage of scripture, Proverbs 31, beginning at the 10th verse. And this is the virtuous woman. And it says, who can find a virtuous and capable wife? She is more precious than rubies. Her husband can trust her and she will greatly enrich his life. She brings him good, not harm all the days of her life. She finds wool and flax and busily spends it. She is like a merchant ship bringing her food from afar. She gets up before dawn to prepare breakfast for her household and plan the day's work for her servant girls. She goes to inspect a field and buys it. With her earnings, she plants a vineyard. She is energetic and strong, a hard worker. She makes sure her dealings are profitable. Her lamp burns late into the night. 
Her hands are busy spinning thread, her fingers twisting fiber. She extends a helping hand to the poor and opens her arms to the needy. She has no fear of winter for her household, for everyone has warm clothes. She makes her own bedspreads. She dresses in fine linen and purple gowns. Her husband is well known at the city gates, where he sits with the other civic leaders. She makes belted linen garments and sashes to sell to the merchants. She is clothed with strength and dignity, and she laughs without fear of the future. When she speaks, her words are wise, and she gives instructions with kindness. She carefully watches everything in her household and suffers nothing from laziness. Her children stand and bless her. Her husband praises her. There are many virtuous and capable women in the world, but you surpass them all. Charm is deceptive and beauty does not last, but a woman who fears the Lord will be greatly praised. Reward her for all she has done. Let her deeds publicly declare her praise. A very familiar passage of scripture if you have been in contact or have been a part of any woman's ministry, any woman's group, any time of your life, you have heard this scripture, Proverbs 31, this virtuous woman. And it's a lot, right? Sister's doing a whole lot. And most of the time when we hear this passage, it is in a way of, by way of encouragement, absolutely, and getting us to a place of motivation to do more, to be more. But I want to submit to you all that this is a woman who over her lifespan was able to do these things. This is not something that she was doing every single day of her life after she became a wife and became a mom. These are things that in different seasons of her life she had put her hand to that she focused on. So I want to submit to us. I want to remind you that you are not obligated and God is not asking you to do everything at one time because there is one thing that intentional woman cannot do. We cannot do everything. And you want to know why we can't do everything? Because God has called us as intentional women, as his daughters, to fully rely and to fully depend on him. He doesn't want us doing everything. We are his daughters. We, so we are like princesses. Do you think the princess is lifting her finger to do every little thing? No, because she knows who her father is. She knows what her inheritance is. She knows what she has access to as the princess. So she knows that the things that I'm called to do, I will do those things. But the things that my father will take care of, I'm going to leave them in his hand. And I want to encourage you all to have total dependency, full reliance on God in this season. Because the word tells us in Acts chapter 17, verse 28, for in him we live, move and exist. And then it backs it up in Ephesians chapter three, verse 20. And it says that now all glory to God, who was able through his mighty power at work within us to accomplish infinitely more than we might ask or think. So the word is telling us to not fully depend on ourselves or play ourselves to think that we have everything in our own ability to do the things that we desire to do. For another scripture, it tells us in Philippians chapter 2, verse 13, it says, For God is working in you, giving you the desire and the power to do what pleases him. So the desire doesn't even come from us. 
the will to want to do these wonderful things, to glorify God, to build his kingdom, to save people, to bring people Jesus. That doesn't even come from us. It comes from God and it's him working within us that gives us a desire and then he gives us the power to do it. So let us not negate that power. Let us not reject that power. Let us not depend on that power in this season to do what God wants to do in our lives. So fully depend on him, totally rely on him in this season and allow him to lead you and guide you. My favorite scripture, you guys have probably heard it a million times, Matthew 6, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all of these things will be added unto you. So in all our planning and all of our vision casting and all of our decisions that we are looking to make, let us submit them first to the father and allow him to give us the power, give us the strength to do what he's called us to do. And of course, you know, I got to leave you with some practical tips, some practical things that you can do in order to make sure, test yourself, to make sure you're not trying to do everything while missing the main thing, which is glorifying God and enjoying him. I'm currently going through a study with a few ladies that I serve with at our local body of Christ, and it's called I Do Hard Things, a Bible study to break free of fear and pain. And it's by Halava Cunnington. Last week, there was a quote that I have not been able to shake. And it really, to me, speaks to the last three years of my life of everything I feel like I had to unlearn (laughs) and restructure my brain around. And it says this, if I can't change everything, I can change something. I'm going to say it again. If I can't change everything, I can change something. So there is this phenomenon, if you want to call it, where women are multitaskers and we are good at that. We are better than men at multitasking for sure because they get sidetracked, they focus and they do things, you know, in in that bucket. This that saying that says women are like spaghetti, men are like waffles, so they compartmentalize. Women, spaghetti, everything touch, everything is interconnected, everything is connected. <laughs> so we work that way. We work that way. But I want us to really focus in on this idea that just because I can do everything because I can multitask doesn't mean that it's always the most efficient way to do it. Doesn't mean that that works better, best for me in this particular season of my life. I can speak for myself, having a newborn, going through postpartum again. There are just some things that was not as important that did not take priority over me making sure that I was resting, getting my basic needs met, like getting sleep when I could, making sure that I'm hydrated, eating, moving my body, doing things for my for my mental health. Those things took priority during this postpartum period because I knew that, yes, I could do all of these things, but would that be the best way for me to operate? Would that be most efficient? So a couple of things that you can do to test this to make sure that you aren't Basically doing the most in this season that you are really focusing on and prioritizing the things that God has called you to do. The first thing is when you wake up in the morning or before you go to bed at night, something simple is think about one task that you want to complete that day. And it is the thing that if you lay down in the bed again that night, if you get this one thing done, you will feel like, okay, I accomplished something today. Because how many times do we go to bed at night tired, dog tired, just exhausted. And then you sit down, you're just like, well, what did I actually do today? 
what did I get? What did I actually get done? What is not on my to do list tomorrow that was that that wasn't already on there today? So think about one thing, one task that you can that you can do to completion and call that task to completion. The second thing is really think about those things that you're just putting off. And this one is a big one for me because unfortunately I deal with procrastination is something that I have dealt with since I was a young child. I remember like working on projects the night before they would do staying up all night because I just always thought I had more time. So for me being a person who deals with procrastination, this one has been a game changer. Anything that's going to any task, any um, chore, anything that's going to take less than five minutes to do, just do it immediately. Don't wait. Don't put it off. Just don't say, oh, that's only going to take me a few minutes to do. Okay, if it's only going to take you a few minutes to do, then just do it now. And when I tell y'all this one has really changed the, the how my days flow and my ability just to feel confident to do everything that I have to do throughout the day, this is probably this is probably like the number one thing who has made that's made a shift in like the last month and a half. So something as simple as unloading the dishwasher. That is a simple five-minute task, if that. But what I found myself doing is waiting until the end of the night so all the dishes throughout the day just pile up in the sink. And then when it's time to go to bed at night, I'm like, well, I can't leave all these dishes in the sink. So then once I'm ready just to go retire to upstairs, then I have to unload the dishwasher, put the dishes away, and then reload the dishwasher again from all the dishes that piled up in the sink. If I could have just took Five minutes after I got the kids breakfast together and just unload the dishwasher there, I could be loading all the dishes in the dishwasher as the day goes on. So at the end of the night after dinner, there's no dishes in the sink. So if the task is going to take you less than five minutes, just do it. And lastly, this one is particularly a good one, especially for this time of year that we're in, being that we're in like the third week of January, a new month is coming. Resolutions was three weeks ago. A lot of people have fallen off. And I want you to remember that if you decide to start again, whether it's your fitness journey, whether it is budgeting again, or cutting back on social media or your screen time, or just being intentional about making connections outside of the virtual world, whatever it is, if you have to start again, if you didn't make it to this point, to this day, remember, when you start again, you are not starting from zero. You're not starting from zero. You're not starting all the way over because the person that you are today has more knowledge, has more experience, has more skill in the thing that you started, whether you did it for two days or you did it for 10 days or you did it for 15 days. You now have that knowledge. You have begun to build that muscle in that area. So don't get discouraged and feel like you don't want to do it again or that you failed because you haven't. You have an opportunity today to make a decision. And with that decision, you can choose life. You can choose to move forward. You continue to, to grow forward and to go and to go where you have always desired to go. So you're not starting over. Again, you might can't do everything. You might didn't do everything, but you can do something simple as starting again and remembering that you're not starting from zero. You're not starting over because you have the knowledge, you have the skill, you have the experience. I heard it said like this before, failure is only feedback. So get back out there, go back to it, try it again. Amen? Amen. 
I love you all dearly. Thank you so much for being here with me, being a part of the Intentional Woman podcast. I appreciate you all's graciousness as I have navigated through postpartum and all the things that I discussed earlier in this episode. And I'm excited for where we are now. We're going up, y'all. And I'm excited to have you on this journey with me. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, God, we thank you so much for this moment in time. We thank you for how you just reminded us that we belong to you, that our identity is found in you, that we are daughters of the King. And because we are daughters of the King, we have access, we have an inheritance, we have power, and we have the ability to do the things that you called us to do. So God, don't allow us to be overwhelmed by society, culture, the pressure of this world. God, but allow us to continue to lift up our eyes into the hills, knowing that our help comes from you. Help us to remember that we don't have to do this alone, that you have left the comforter, you've left the helper, God, who has indwelled us, God, when we accepted the gift of salvation. And he is there to help us. He is there to lead us in truth and in righteousness. So help us to lean not to our own understanding, but in all of our ways to acknowledge you and allow you to direct our path like the way God show us which way to go and allow us to continue to keep our hearts and our minds and our motives pure towards you God give us clean hands and a pure heart that may we worship you father in spirit and in truth God we thank you we love you we give you glory and we give you honor it's in Jesus name we pray amen love y'all talk soon bye-bye Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Intentional Woman Podcast. I hope you enjoy sharing space with me today. If you were inspired, empowered, or uplifted, please take a few moments to subscribe, rate, review, or even share this podcast with another woman. Also, we know Intentional Woman Pray. So if I can pray for you in any way, shoot me a DM at Nicole D. Hub on IG and be sure to follow the podcast page at the Intentional Woman CO. And until next time, remember, if we look for God's hand in everything, we'll find his hand in everything. Love y'all. Be encouraged.